On this week's episode, Dustin returns, Chris is gone, and we have a very special guest for you. Stay tuned. I don't know if they bought Ford or... No, I don't don't know. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to the Real Truck Nation podcast. This is episode nine. So today we have uh, Dustin, as always, and our special guest, Clay. Clay is a uh, is a Jeep guy by trade, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be uh, talking truck with him today and kind of picking his brain a little bit. Can't so wait. Should be a fun one. But uh, anyway, I guess we'll just kind of roll into uh, talking about the 2021 F-150. I think this is really gonna be the uh, the truck of this spring, truck of the winter. It's uh, I've I'm, I've seen a few around town now. I think they look fantastic, and I think they're gonna change. Uh, how trucks are built from here on out. I think. Yeah, you know, you know, Ford's been really struggling with selling those F-150s <laughs> year after year. It's going to be, uh, you know, let's see if they can if they can recoup some of that. Right, but they keep they, and they keep on top of themselves. I, I'm not saying this because I'm a Ford guy. I think in a lot of ways they're industry leaders. Sure. So what is it? All aluminum now? Is everything aluminum? Much. So yeah. cab doors, bedsides, yep, all aluminum hood. All that. That's cool. Yep. So uh, some of the the features with the with the new one, because uh, they obviously carried over a lot of the engines, the whole aluminum thing. Um, dimensionally, it's pretty much the same. Um, so then, what's new? It has some headlights. new feature of headlight. Have, the old one didn't have headlights. <laughs> <laughs> they have to figure out a way how to make it more expensive than the last one. Mm. I think that that seems to be the game. Every model. There we, model, go. There we right? go. Now we're talking. Yeah. So. Uh, of course, all the same trim packages, all the way up to uh, all the way up to limited. But now you can option uh, just from fiddling around on Ford's website, building building a truck. Uh, I was able to option a uh, I was able to option an F one hundred and fifty limited up to eighty two thousand. Oh, I see they're going affordable this year. Yeah, they're yeah. really trying to hit that yeah. value. Speaking of that, what's the bottom? Like, what's an average oh, average know. dude going to get an F one hundred and fifty for? An like, average dude with an XLT, probably not that much different. An XLT eighty thousand. Like you're. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I don't want to put a number on it. It's probably not. For some reason, forty different. to fifty thousand, kind of. For probably. a base, for a regular dude. Well, it depends what you call base. Yeah, regular guy. Like you're like, like regular XLT, dude. Like an XLT Larry. I don't, sure. What, like no, Larry. Drop the Larry. Like regular, I go into Ford. I don't want the work package with vinyl floor right. mats, but I don't want a badge on my tailgate. XLT Sport. There we go. Yeah, yeah that like sounds XLT right. Sport, yeah. yeah, I honestly don't know the number on that. It's probably pretty similar to I 2020. Say, it'd probably be 40 to 50. Something like I that. I think that'd probably mm-hmm. be your average. Yeah. But, Which is um, still expensive, man. Because uh, also what they, what they like do, it. even, even like in the it. last model, is... Um, when you can get a Jeep for that, I mean, I'm not sure why. <laughs> just, well, the, you know all, I mean? of, all of the features and all, all the additional options end up coming in the higher trim packages, which just kind of drive the price up on your on your Lariats, your King Ranch, Platinums, Limiteds, things like that. But uh, so, for example, have you seen the, the generator option? No, I've seen zero options. Okay, this is fun. <laughs> so, uh, Dustin, are you? I think you're. You might. Yeah. Be the, the so player. I know that there, there's multiple options with the generator, um, and how much power it can offer. And this, I I know the 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 maximum amount is seven point two um, watt hours. Is it kilowatt hours? Kilowatts. Uh, anyways, that's that is available on the three point five EcoBoost. Um, so 7.2 is in 7,000. Yes. 7, wow. 7,200. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which can power like half of a house or something. Yeah. You know, in Florida, that could be super useful if hurricane, hurricane season, season comes through, power yeah. gets knocked out for a couple but of weeks. Camping, uh, Camp. on the job site, I mean, shoot, at, at the tailgate, you know, at the beach, whatever. 7.2 is substantial, man. Like has, you're talking 10,000 to run an average like home air conditioner, right? Go. So yeah. like my, I have a generator and it's, I think, 55 or 65, okay. 6.5. So. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. That, so that is that is the best option, I think. It only comes on the Power Boost, which is like their full hybrid truck. With the, I was just going to ask. I'm assuming it's in the mo engine bay somewhere. Like, or is it in, where does it live on the truck? Not sure. Don't know. Right. They don't get into that. Yeah. But it's I mean. Secret. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a secret. It's a secret secret. Um, There's no pictures. Because there are. there are, it's an option. There are smaller <laughs> options. I think uh, like 2.4 kilowatt hours was the smallest option mm -hmm. and you can get that on the non hybrid version so that's that'd be still be good for camping still oh, be good yeah. for, for oh, working yeah. some power tools in so the back of your truck if you're on the yeah, job so your, your market lights and yeah you know whatever else when you're camping stuff but uh you can option it up <clears throat> all the way up to having 14 outlets <laughs> you can have 14 <laughs> outlets on a truck you can get uh uh and that, that'll include uh 120 and 240 so you need like your washing machine and stuff. I guess so, right? Yeah, you get that covered. Welder, refrigerator. If you got a weld, <laughs> yeah, you it, it's up, it's up to thirty amps. So. You're gonna be able to build your house uh, no and power your house. Just see, that's that a good point. Device. Thirty amps. Um, I mean that matches the seven point two k, but like you're definitely not gonna run a big welder off yeah. of the amp hour. So yeah, but uh, yeah, pretty much any. Uh, you know, most any tools, anything like that. I mean, it's still a pretty, pretty neat feature to mm -hmm. just have in the bed of a truck, right? Where the, like the uh, tie down would be on the, on the driver's side. You just flip it up and you got a whole, uh, you know, yeah. outlet panel there. So I think that's kind of neat. Uh, and again, they're just kind of, you know, push the envelope a little bit more on that. I think other trucks are a tailgate. You can get your, uh, get your blender out, make some margaritas or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, there's so many, there's so many options. It'd be fun. We it? could, we could do an entire podcast just on how much we could. We could do a podcast by <laughs> plugging all of these mics and everything into the truck. Just do it all powered off the truck. We have to see if we can like blow it though. That's the point. That, right. right. Is we not have just to, to we'd use have to it. it. We got to find, if we're testing, you have to find the limitations. So yeah. how much of all this equipment could we just start plugging mm -hmm. into it and then see what happens? <laughs> how long how long of an extension cord is going to hook yeah. up to like <laughs> six hundred <laughs> feet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that so that's one that's one cool feature. That's one of the more um uh you know, I guess you can say practical features, uh such as also they have the uh the option that the uh center uh that the uh center console shifter can then lay flat. And then the top of the uh, console armrest lid will invert and lay on top of it, so you have a completely flat work surface on top of your uh, on top of your uh, console there. So you can put your laptop there. You can you know write, sign papers because you know if, anytime you try writing oh, I like do the that. padded I leather that or anything. All the time. Yeah, there's so many times signing I mean, all those checks. My, my Jeep, and I'm like, gosh, I wish I had a <laughs> like a desk in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can with the 2021 F150. I'm, Kind of getting sold, man. Yeah, I'm in there. Uh, also, I mean, and, you... and maybe maybe you get tired from signing all those checks, and you want to lay the seat completely flat. That's also an option in the higher trim packages. You can lay it completely flat. Now the out. Jeep does that technically, like they go all the way back, and some of the seats just fold up and tumble. So, oh, okay. 
one Jeep. Yeah. But can you plug in your lava lamp while you're trying to take a nap? Well, I was going to ask, is it standard? Uh, no, no. Any plugs in the bed, are they standard, right? Like not 14, but do they have some converted power to the bed? Depends what you call standard because uh, different uh, different trim packages will have different standard options. So it might not be standard on XL, but it might be st standard on XLT. Okay. Mm. So, Because that would make practical sense most people don't need a 7.2 yeah right like if they had yep. just the alternator wired in so that there was some converter that had a outlet or two in the back that would be kind of cool yeah i think all of them have uh two inside but um i think they're starting to get them bed uh outlet uh, standard in the bed on most of your trim packages not 100 percent because of course all these like you know <clears throat> fiery features are only really in the the higher the higher end ones that's typically what they tend to show um so those are some of your more uh you know utilitarian uh features i guess also they did go to a slightly bigger tire you'd probably be happy to hear oh yeah so and we're to, in like 28 inch range now or something <laughs> we're no i don't i don't know it's uh metric to uh 250 mm-hmm but um Aside from those two, um, they do have uh, things such as speakers in the headrests now. To that, get I don't understand that more surround sound experience. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, they're coming after Mercedes. Or oh, Sam, you see what they're doing is you can now plug in your home theater system into the generator so that you can have your surround sound speakers and like have like a projector screen out in front of the in the truck now. So the important things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The needs. The things everyone's been the wanting. Needs. It's literally needs. covering so, you know, I, I really want this truck, but it doesn't have headrest speakers, so I think I'm going to pass. I think the headrest speaker thing was done in like the mid-80s. Like there were cars that were coming out with, like we were talking about this yesterday, about stuff that came in cars in the 80s. It was kind of not needed yeah. and weird. I had to ask my parents time. about that. I had a car that had a joystick for the balance <laughs> right like, like it's an dumb ended, like you're like what would you but as soon as you say it you're like i don't know i mean that's ahead of its time it was right? you see that coming back <laughs> maybe hey. it's like you go buy a you go buy an old rolls royce right now or you go buy a new rolls royce right now it probably has an analog clock in it it might mm -hmm. it might exactly <clears throat> but um yeah, so you can get all of these options for eighty two thousand um, dollars um i cool. think they i think they look really sharp i think there's you know uh, definitely a big range, probably anywhere from you get a you get the same truck F one fifty probably from thirty k to eighty two. It's a wild that's, range. That's insane. Absolutely insane. It's a wild range. That's kind of um, cool though. I like that part of it. Gives you options. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of people. I mean, most of our customers we're we're trying to get people to buy accessories, right? So if you get a truck that is fully loaded with everything. Um, that most people can't attain. It's cool that they offer the same platform and something that you right. could afford, and then you can get. <clears throat> it's the stage thing, right? Like you're not you don't have to build a a king of the hammers truck like right off of the the rip. You can get the base model, whatever, or your sport. Yeah, and then um, it has a it has a low barrier to entry, but a high yeah, ceiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if it's yeah. full aluminum body, the motor's pretty much tried and true by now if they didn't did they change the displacement and that whole thing on the the turbo no most all that is essentially the same as okay. far as the the three five eco boost is still the engine that they're pushing yeah um 2015 might have been the last big revision for the actual yeah. motor itself i don't think yeah. made any big revisions since then so yeah. and i haven't heard anybody mm -hmm. like blowing them up 
I've heard I've heard a lot of success stories. So yeah, that's been yeah, lasting absolutely. a really long time. Because I was kind of concerned when that first came out. I was one of the naysayers, like, ah, yeah. like anything, like, like six, anything six with turbos. You know, you, <laughs> have, you have to keep up with your maintenance. You know, the minute you start slacking on maintenance with a, a you know turbo car or something, you can run into problems. But uh, yeah. they do now also have the uh, what they call the power boost, which is their hybrid option. Uh, so that is new to the 2021. So uh, we. I don't think it's going to be a, a huge seller for them right out of the gate. I think there's going to be a lot of naysayers, a lot of people that, that want to see it be proven. Uh, it's also uh, doesn't come standard on any option uh, or any any package. It's typically a $2,000 upgrade. Maybe it's $1,900 um, upgrade on top of the 3.5 EcoBoost. So it is a little bit more, but um, yeah, you, you get all the uh, all the hybrid goodies with it. And then also that's how you obtain the uh, larger generator mm -hmm. options and things like that. So maybe that's a reason for, for people to go try the power boost. Um, I mean, it does have a longer range as far as per tank. It can do up to 700 miles on a single tank. Yeah. It's got more that power. That seems too much, man. <laughs> like, I'm just throwing that out there. I know I'm a Jeep guy in a truck show, but like, gee, 700 miles? It's like, fantastic. You, does it have a toilet in it? Like, <laughs> you can't go that far. Next. That's next, really. Like, I mean, instead of speakers in the headrest, you need a camel pack. And like... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a road trip guy, and I love extended range tanks. You're telling me you could do 700 miles. We could get in a truck at a gas station. You get all the I mean that's whatever good. that's ten Port, plus hours right know, there chips whatever maybe you not get. that but I don't have I don't have to seven hundred miles you're good you're so here's empty. here's what happens when I go on a road trip like that I get a cooler that sits that sits right behind the the front seats so no, I can just, just waters just waters just water yeah just, just waters. waters just water and uh, some some chips or you know whatever I need granola bar something like that boil so then. Boiled peanuts. Oh, so course. I don't need to actually stop at a place. If I need to go to the bathroom, I just pull over, pee on the side of the road, mm. do whatever I do. I don't need to slow down. I don't even. I don't need to get off of that exit. Mm. So I can just keep on going, keep on hauling. I don't have to stop. You know, and it, you got me there. See, I, I'm used to traveling with my wife and all my daughters, and so we stop <laughs> oh. every like literally. Power. I could have a car that had a 45 mile range. <laughs> I, I would be fine. <laughs> See, like, I, Brooke's a trooper, and uh, and and she'll she'll pee on the side of the road when necessary. Shout out to Brooke. She <laughs> pop, uh, pop she, Brooke. she's a trooper. With it. She doesn't like stopping because then you know we got to pull off the exit. We got to go into the we got to go into the loves, and she's like, oh Cinnabon, and then it takes so <laughs> it takes so much longer, and it, I don't know. It's it's the the convenience factor and knowing okay. we can pack up, or if you have more than uh, you know if you have like two people to switch off driving, one could sleep, the other hop off drive since and, we're uh, on this topic have you ever intentionally pulled off the highway into a gas station that you know is probably the worst bathroom ever just to see if the people that are in the car with you will go use it no no i uh i, I mean brooke, i have brooke will look I've at the, brooke, will, brooke will look at the gas station and say no thank you yeah oh and, yeah and uh and and i i might do the same but sometimes it's not always you know uh up to you and uh, that's another great way about having a uh, an extra range tank. You say, you know what? We're just gonna pass this one. Yeah. We're gonna keep on going another few hundred miles. Find a better one. You're not you're not stuck. No. Yeah. You know, in that in uh in that Cummins I I had a little bit ago. Drove to uh drove to uh well basically the the North Carolina border and back one tank. It was fantastic. Man. Yeah. Don't have to stop. Which of course see that is a uh, you know one trip there you stay for a few days one trip back don't need to see a gas station all the time. 
Yeah, no, I'm all for the I'm all for the extended range. Yeah. Like like you said, it's it's saves a lot of time that yeah, you don't have to actually it. get out and, and fill up the gas tank. Yeah, it, even around town, instead of filling up every you know week or two, every you month. fill up every month. Exactly, it's great. You you probably have a pretty pretty good range in yours. Yeah, on on the highway, I can go because my my uh, wife's hometown is 800 miles away. And we can pretty much get there on one yeah, tank. Yeah, but you have a 65-gallon tank. It's, yeah. So it's not about what, the what, fuel how, economy. How, it's, it's about it's, the fact that you have a Mad Max <laughs> truck that, yeah, it's not, <laughs> for the end of the world already that's probably got two tanks. Like that was no. back when Ford was like, drink it. Drink, drink the gas. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's a 44-gallon in it. Uh, you know, the gas mileage still isn't great. It costs to fill it up, but yeah, going literally 44 <laughs> The spare t- the spare tire has to has to sit inside the vehicle because there's no room under the that's vehicle. That's like I mean we've all seen a 50 gallon drum, right? <laughs> exactly. Where, are we are we visualizing the same thing? Yeah. It's 44 Ugh. gallons. It's like a three man job to drop that tank. Yeah, really. You, so, you hurt yourself if you drop that on yourself. So well, speaking of, of dropping tanks too, so uh, the next one we're going to roll into, and Clay, you'd be more familiar with uh, with this than me is uh, we're going to talk about some of the favorite tools in the garage. Mm. We are having a, a, a side conversation about this before the podcast, but we are kind of talking about some of our favorite tools, and then where do you spend the money? Where do you cheap out? You know, Where do you buy Snap-on? Where do you buy Harbor Freight? Yeah. That's... You, can, you can buy a lot of Harbor Freight. Right. Yeah, no, there, but there's things that's like, eh, as I see it, I say, puts my life in danger. Well, it, it's, all, it's gonna, all about you know what, I mean? what tools you're getting from where, because there's a certain right. range of tools that you yeah. need to go. The, and it depends on route. what your long term like. Are you? Is it a one time use tool? Is yeah. it disposable? Like, or are you, you trying to get something done this weekend on a vehicle? Like, let's say you're putting a lift on your truck, and it's uh, you bought the entry level F one fifty. You're getting a lift, and you plan on never putting another lift in a truck, right? And so there might be some tools you're going to get for this one job. Harbor Freight can like make it happen, but I've broken everything that i've ever had from harbor freight eventually which i don't yeah. think that's gonna surprise that shouldn't surprise anybody because yeah. it's like but it's the it's easy in like the angle exactly. grinder at harbor freight i want to say with the coupon is like a dollar fifty god he does a coupon right like <laughs> it's the cheapest thing ever with yeah. a lifetime warranty. and when you go yeah. if you don't know what you're looking at and you go to lowe's first and you look at the dewalt 10 amp for 140 dollars and then you go to harbor freight and you're like man it's like it's under ten dollars then i'm gonna buy six of them yeah there's a place for them for sure yeah Yeah. so um because i've always i i don't like spending a whole lot on tools unless it's something i know i'm going to maybe like a uh you know like a a power tool set or something i might go i might go dewalt or um spend a you know a little bit more money on that um and then like i said earlier like jack stands Mm -hmm. i don't want to buy jack stands from harbor freight See, uh, that's the one grinder. thing that I buy from Harbor yeah, Freight. Really? Like it's, I get the two I'll, and a half ton or whatever, the six ton, the big truck ones. Yeah. Like for Jeeps, you don't even need any of that stuff. See, they had a recall recently. It's like earlier this year. Mm-mm. They had a recall because the, uh, the ends of the teeth were getting rounded off and they'd fall. <laughs> Check them. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have put things on jack stands that you should never do. Yeah. And I've never had, I would want to see the, the debater in me goes, prove it. I want to see the guy and what you put on that jack stand. Because like I said, I have taken motors and transmissions out of trucks on trailers using jack stands, not on level ground and been 
this is super scary. I got ratchet straps holding it down, and I've never had the teeth on a jack stand. Yeah, sheer. Um, and, and then like the uh, the angle grinder. I will buy the angle grinder from Harbor Freight. I'm not buying the wheels from Harbor Freight. No, oh, yeah. good point. Right? No, no, no consumables. Oh right. God, no. zero consumables. Right. Exactly. No drill bits, right? No, like no. Yeah, I know. Go like, buy the go buy the the, yeah. the Craftsman Dewalt drill bits, whatever. Yeah, don't buy the drill bits from there. Consumables. That's a good one. Ex- mm-hmm. The only exception to that might be um, uh, sawzall blades. Even just I, even I, I'll, those, I'll, throw, yeah. I'll throw them out. I don't. I, well, when I'm cutting metal or something, they just get tore up anyway. So yeah. I'd rather just tear up the cheap ones. Awful. You buy look. the expensive ones; they get expensive to be disposed. Well, when I was thinking about this tool, like what, what am I talking? Hand tools, power tools, fabrication anything. tool, right? Like Not anything. Fabrication. I don't know. So I would say if you're entry level guy and you don't have really any tools, what good tools should you buy? I would say um, a decent open-ended close-ended wrench set right that goes from i don't know 10 millimeter up to 20 or 22 or whatever because with that and a crescent wrench you can kind of do just about anything do a lot if you're gonna install bumpers like if you're getting past the basic maintenance phase and you're getting into i want to buy expensive things and put them on my truck at least with the Jeep stuff and most of all the truck stuff I've done, nothing actually fits. <laughs> right? Like it fits ish, but it's like you're prying this or moving that. Trimming this. And this is where the angle, a good angle grinder and good uni bit, which will again, sticker shock. Like you're talking about $50 for one good unibit. But that unibit will it's huge right like how if you went and bought drill bits that were all in those sizes that Mm -hmm. could bore out a three-quarter inch hole because the manufacturer got it wrong right like it if you would have four hundred dollars in bits (laughs) um and if you get past that and you're actually into okay i've bought stuff i've done whatever and i want to make some things i would say number one money would be welder a decent used welder okay my rule is if if the tool itself is running off electricity or gas. Spend money on it, and that yeah. that includes the attachment on the item, whether it's a, a drill bit, whether it's a uh, um, yeah. the actual blade or something like that. Because the the power tool is only as good as the bit. Exactly. Yeah, and I actually haven't. Harbor Freight has a whole new generation of like lithium ion I'm stuff. I still wouldn't. Mess I've with never. It. I haven't messed with it, like because I've already progressed from the first all the stuff I broke and bought. DeWalt or Milwaukee yeah. stuff and most of my hand tools are still the cheap stuff even the even the open-ended wrench yeah. the socket yeah um, I do get a good ratchet mm. cheap sockets good point I, I agree I have a, a yeah. decent ratchet yeah so like I have like a, yeah. a snap-on set of you know sockets and stuff and uh, then, yeah you gotta buy the for me you gotta buy the cheap sockets because uh, I lose them all the time that too so I'm just not gonna be upset about it I just go I just have to buy another set no, no one see you get you, know you I mean? get 10 13 millimeters you need 10 15 millimeters, <laughs> and you need 10 10 millimeters no and one's then, no one's bought more 10 millimeter sockets than the, this guy right here <laughs> working on especially working on hondas growing up which i'm pretty sure 95 percent of the fasteners on a honda is a 10 millimeter bolt at least the old ones so i, I used to buy some uh like some of your your high-end truck tools like snap-on maco mm. stuff like that 
you buy them on eBay and yeah. you buy them where they're super old or pawn shops, pawn shops right? where you like, can find them on like uh, old uh, you know yard sales or something like that. People might not you see know, some good deals value flea, flea them a lot do. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flea market st- stuff like that because it doesn't matter if it's a 2019 model or a 1990 model. They got a warranty. On they them. do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't feel bad about buying the 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 old you know snap on set because if it breaks. Kind of hope you kind of hope it, hope yeah, it breaks. Hope it breaks right? I think Pete was going somewhere to look for a, a tool for us next door, and he wherever he was at, they had a used snap on like a uh, half inch drive, and it was broke, but it was two dollars, right? <laughs> and he bought it and brought it back, and he used to work in an OE shop, so he knows the snap on guy or whatever. Took it to the dude, they fixed it, and it's like a million tooth because a lot of times you get one click yeah right like so that's the tooth engagement and that's why you get the expense yeah on a cheaper wrench it has to have a quarter turn before (laughs) it clicks it's so satisfying yeah Yeah. you can't move your hand a whole lot but um kind of along those lines uh some of my favorite tools that i've gotten recently one a battery impact it's gotten me into some trouble but man Mm -hmm. is it satisfying Mm -hmm. those are nice it is they're they can be expensive too they can get they get up to the they can Almost get several, but several I think, like, hundred Ryobi dollars. Has, Ryobi has one that like comes in a set for like a hundred bucks. That's I would not spend. Yeah, I would not go budget on an any impact. Have you whether broke bolts with that? Yeah. Okay, what were the bolts? What were the, you remember what they were on? I hate talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ten millimeter on a. On a <laughs> so uh, it okay, up to one hundred fifty yeah, pounds. Me, it did. Yeah. So I think. Uh, I, uh, it was a, a, a lug on a, on a trailer hub. Okay. Um, there's something, and it goes up to like 300 or something stupid. Yeah. That's, I guess what I was going to ask is that I, I have to back it back off with a, uh, breaker bar. Okay. Yes. So it works. Then. Most people are torquing their bolts, you know, they, they snug it and then right. they tighten it the rest yeah. of the way. No, you're going the opposite Sometimes, way. Yeah. If it's like something I didn't oh. care about or whatever, but they're, but like, a your modern battery impacts can tighten to spec pretty much anything on your truck. Anything. Well, the problem is it's not adjustable. There are three settings, so like setting one will go up to. I don't. I don't. Uh, well, that's not, how many duka dukas do you get? Yeah, right. Like that's like, do you get in there and you're just. <laughs> or are you just right? Right. Like, so that but is a feel. But if you're just trying thing. to take stuff off real speedy, or you know, it's rust on there, you don't feel like no. Taking stuff bah. off is what I. They're amazing for that. Yeah. I have a disability where when I put things back on, um, every single time I take a wheel off that's been to a shop, I'm mad because I know it's on at a million foot pound of torque. Yeah. <laughs> it's an aluminum wheel right. that's supposed to be somewhere between like 100, 120 max. Mm-hmm. And it's on, the, like I have a breaker bar that I'm hanging off of and it's, and then it yeah. finally comes off. And yeah. I don't know why. And there's uh, the other one that, Milwaukee makes it and a few others make it now, but it's a, um, it's just a battery ratchet. So it's about, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit thicker than a normal ratchet, but what's great is you don't need room to swing it because mm-hmm. you just, yep. you just squeeze it and it'll do it. So if, if you can't reach in there, you don't have room to swing, you know, or maybe you don't have a, a snap on, um, ratchet set that has a million teeth in it, you know, and you, you can't, uh, you can't yeah, get when, full swing, just, you know, take it right on and off and, I think that only goes up to like 80 pounds or I something was, like that. Yeah. So you're not, you're not going to break anything with it. You still might have to go back and tighten it up on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're working under a hood, 
those things are lifesavers. Oh yes, because they're with oh, the, yeah. with this little room as you get under there, to actually oh. swing a ratchet. It's those, perfect. And those that technology changes too, because ten years ago, I remember a friend of mine had one of those, and he was like, "Hey, check it out!" And I went to use it, and it wouldn't loosen anything, right? <laughs> like it, it for putting stuff on, so you're not with your fingers in the middle yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. it had its place, right? But I remember going, yeah, this isn't, I wouldn't spend a hundred bucks on this. I don't work enough under the engine bay or wherever mm -hmm. to do it. Well, but uh, now they've come like 80 foot pound of torque and something that small. Yeah. That's, Battery lasts that's quite a while yeah. too. And then uh, I'm sure it's really unhealthy for it. I don't think it's designed to be this way, but if you set it into like neutral, so like, you're, you know, you're not actually using it. Uh, it's just stiff. You can actually use it still like as a rat, like you can still, that's, you know, I didn't know that. push it so you could, you know, get that first break. You can, you know break the, the hmm. seat of the nut and then you can squeeze it and it'll take it off the rest of the way. So you just don't need to go get that other tool. So things like that are really convenient. Even DeWalt has, um, has a, uh, a three quarter, uh, ratchet impact and, but it's like a 12, uh, uh, 12 volt. So it's like, you know, it's not those pu huge ones. It's about half the size. So it just fits in a lot of, a lot of, uh, places that uh, the others don't so things like that are pretty neat i'm excited for more of those i really want to get, just go get like the full set of milwaukee power stuff now yeah i started to be able to put down a charge it just I run it yeah i recently yeah. started doing more more work around the house and just building random things and i've just mm -hmm. my garage has been filling up with dual stuff like it and i'm also like I, I don't necessarily uh i don't hop on the train for like one certain brand or another but as soon as i do buy one i gotta buy everything else in that same brand so yeah, everything I, my yeah. garage is turning the, the batteries are more expensive than the yeah. actual tools a lot of the time when you get into you battery bill yeah they have to do the Everybody's batteries have you priced the batteries yes they're insane so i've had to buy extra dual batteries i'm mad they're right <laughs> i went in over this christmas break going ah i've got two batteries and four different like i bought a kit a couple years ago that's got the impact, the drill, a light, and the sawzall, and I think it was like on sale for two fifty or whatever. And I was like, "Man, eh, that's I'm cheap. That's cool. That's a good deal." Two batteries and a charger, but I'm always like switching batteries because mm -hmm. I've got four things and one I want to keep in the light, even though I don't ever use it. So I figure, okay, I'll buy a battery. I didn't buy a battery. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the light could use a battery for hours and hours. But yeah, you put a saw. The you, sawzall you murders. You put them. the battery yeah. on a sawzall, gone by the time mm -hmm. you're doing whatever job you're doing. You and better have another one. They make a super battery. So like mine or whatever, they're an inch thick. And I guess the more premium or time amp hours, whatever it is in battery nerd technology, it's bigger, right? <laughs> so the big one that they have there, I want to say was almost $200 for the battery. And I was like, no. I mean, they get, go up to 24 volts now or something, yeah. and they're just massive. Mm -mm. Pawn shop, Facebook marketplace. I can find somebody who either found some or they don't need it anymore. Yep. <laughs> but uh, so real quick before we sign off, uh, just a, a quick kind of fire round for you guys, right? So I'm going to say just a tool, general use tool, and you have to say cheap or expensive. Okay. Right. If you would buy it cheap or if you would buy it expensive, if it's worth spending the money on. Right, and so, so we're not saying used or new. Assume uh, all new. Yeah, all new. Assume new. Assume new. Cheaper, expensive. Yeah. Okay. So I think I already know the answer for most of these, just because I know you guys, <laughs> and from a previous conversation. But uh, now, now, just because I say expensive does probably means I have a cheap one at the house, though. So <laughs> <laughs> this is suggestive, <laughs> not yeah, this, this, this is what I'm saying. This, this is, is not personal. Yeah, don't do. All right, do what I, as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Jack stands. Cheap, cheap. I and I have cheap. Like I understand it, but 
I don't like I, it. It's fine. I, mean, what, I understand what is it? Is the, it stamp steel? the problem with it. It's cast like whatever, but it's, yeah. No, it's I've never I've never owned a name brand. Uh, no way. I say Jack stamp. I don't, or or Jack. I'm pretty sure I got mine from somebody. I don't even know where they came. From. <laughs> that's and I think that's how most people get their Jack stamps is they, they borrow kind of from somebody else they, and then they, they never. Laugh. And you it, should but. put a wheel under there. Yeah, like when right? you take like, the wheel off, you yeah, slide it, it back goes under the under frame, there. so at least it, it doesn't fully compress your chest no, when it falls off. Yeah. And we're and again, I'm a Jeep guy, right? So like most of them, it you can probably fall bench down. Press a TJ out of your way. Well, we don't we don't want to have feats of strength yet. <laughs> we'll we'll wait on that okay. one. Uh, hammer. Uh, expensive. Yeah, same. I saw that coming on both y'all. I like that because I because all I've owned is cheap, and right. they've all been awful. Now so, I've had an East Wing like when I was doing construction work for a while, and the way the handle is like thinner steel, so if you do miss, it doesn't shatter the handle like it uh, a decently weighted like east wing hammer could almost do anything you needed to do you could chop wood with it if you had to i wanted to hear that from you because i've never had an expensive hammer but Same. i kind of want one just because yeah. i want to see what that high ceeling of a hammer feels like yeah, and i don't remember what the ounce is off my head i want to say 20 like it comes in different weights, so yeah. not the whatever the smallest or lowest one is that very next one up is like a framing hammer yeah and dude, you gotta watch out. Like, it's the claw <laughs> right. on it is longer, and so for prying stuff, it's yeah. better, and it's like sharp and does stuff. I, nice. it's awesome. Yeah. Also, they don't really go bad, right? You kind of have it forever. Almost. I right? just broke a dead blow from Harbor Freight. Oh right. Well, I'm saying a right. good. Yeah. Uh, like if you a buy a regular hammer. steel hammer, no. Right. I, it, so like you're buying like the 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 wood handle. Uh, that's the hammers from Harbor and that's Freight what I always yeah. used to get. And yeah. those handles would always. And technically, break. have you? Yeah, I mean, I probably broke one or two. Um, but again, they're like they're sixty five cents. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you have fun. to weigh with like a, the with East a warranty wing too, is so probably thirty or forty dollars. Okay. Uh, screwdrivers. So a screwdriver set. Expensive. That I'm gonna say it depends on what you're doing. If you are constantly using, I'm them, buying, go, I don't own screwdrivers. I'm buying them from my garage. For what are you what are you doing with them? Installing truck parts. How many times? I mean, if you're installing, if you're, <laughs> if you're installing truck parts, you're not going to be using it that awesome. I, I'd go, I'd go uh, cheap. I have cheap screwdrivers, and so now been, I, I feel I, the I need to defend. Well, this is a conversation. We need to defend these positions too. I think if we okay, agree, yeah, yeah. we move on. If we don't, yeah, if you, you say don't, why. we can. Yeah, we can allow it. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I've, I've so explained mine. The reason why I say expensive is because if you're taking on a fastener on and off more than one or two times, like you messed up. So I did a, we're installing this thing and you didn't read the instructions, which I always read all the instructions. I don't know about you guys, but, and maybe this, again, this is a personal disability, but when I don't read the instructions, I put something on and then realize you idiot, you're supposed to do this first. It comes back off. So the on and off with a cheap screwdriver, it doesn't feel like the size of the screwdriver is right. So my craftsman old man numbered Phillips head screwdrivers fit the thing and you're like oh like that's that's not stripping the fastener like it's fitted if you strip a phillips head fastener in a vehicle it's almost the worst thing ever to get out so that's my so okay. I, I would i agree with everything he says i just i still go cheap though mm -hmm. i agree with but what he, you he's said. a honda guy just saying <laughs> he used to be reformed I, I do, I do honda agree with ford what guy you're saying. when you when you strip a phillips head screw when you're installing something on your truck it's one of the worst things ever mm -hmm. but with harbor freight i could buy their like 78 piece set and they actually, I know and they have a size that fits it and this is back to the technology and what these cheapish vendors do they have decent like you don't 
uh, 10 years ago, they only had garbage. Mm -hmm. And now they've got their, you know, mechanical, whatever they call it, branded set that's not that bad. I I will say, too, to your point, like with the nice, like, Craftsman, it just feels like it fits right. I I would always strip stuff out with with my power drill because also, you know, you just, it's less, Mm -hmm. um, you know. It's a uni- you get less feel for it. Yeah. It'll just, yep. nah, you strip done. it out, especially when you're putting together like cheap IKEA furniture. Oh, so yeah. like that, real cheap hardware. <laughs> you're going mm-hmm. into so particle my, board. My, uh, what are you putting IKEA together with a <laughs> with your the- impact, bro? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 300 foot pounds. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> wrap. It didn't work. Well, like man. My, my, uh, my father-in-law showed me this uh, this craftsman bit. It has like a real skinny neck on it, and then it's like a Phillips head at the end, and it's probably about you know, mm-hmm. two and a half inches long or something like that. For whatever reason, it fits every fits every Phillips set yeah. perfectly. I noticed that more with Al- with cheap Allen wrenches versus che- screw- yes, yeah, screwdrivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Allen wrenches because you need a really like tight tolerance. And when I thought I was, you know, and it's always the worst with very small fasteners with the Allen wrenches. And I always thought I'd be stripping all these screws out, but I'm actually just rounding off the actual Allen, oh, Allen bit yep. itself because the the metal they're made of. Oh my soft. gosh, is so soft. Yeah. That's the only thing that's worse than the stripped Phillips. Right. It's a right. Like, when I you... do I do own two complete craftsman sets of uh of Allen key. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. that's worth it. I, I agree with that. That should have been on this list. That, yeah. Um next one would be uh drill bits. Expensive. Expensive. Hundred percent. Good. Okay. You, you Good just, call. They burn up like yep. especially going through what uh, uh metal. I go what, cheap yeah. cheap screwdriver because there's that's not a, a lot good of point. torque. That's wood, a good point. Wood ones I'll pretty much buy and use about whatever. You're going through metal, get like a a DeWalt diamond bit, mm-hmm. cobalt diamond bit, something like that. Get you a nice name brand one. Yep. And then you have all the right sizes that goes down to the super small ones. And then, you know, just be smart, drill your pilots, all that kind of stuff. And they don't break on you. Cause I've actually just snapped up. I've snapped them off. Oh yeah. Uh, on the cheap ones. And that's a bad day. Well, and I feel the need as a service bulletin call to tell anybody watching, like I'm, I'm, this is serious. Slow down your drills. <laughs> America. Take your drill and slow it down. Because I swear, I'm working with people. They get my drill bits, which again, I don't have expensive everything, but I have good drill bits. Dude puts it in the thing and it's howling. I'm like, whoa, 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 man. Like slow your drilling down. So that's just my service bulletin for this. I'm a full throttle driller. You are. I, that's you can why tell, you can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I highly prefer drills that are uh, like have, have like a wired plug. So you just keep it up. They're way keep faster. The RPM they don't slow up. down. Yeah. They they got way more power. Yeah. You really just put your lean, weight into it. It's a, it put is. Put it behind right? your right shoulder. No. Just really yeah. just put your weight no. into it. See. Give it to it. Mm-mm. You're not when using you're my bits. through a frame or something. <laughs> you need Mm-mm. it. But you don't. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like you think you need it. You think yeah. what do you, you want like Time's a vice? <laughs> so you can put the drill. You need a, a drill and a vice so you can put just yeah. pressure. It's pressure. Yeah. That's what you right. want to do. 100%. Yeah. So you need a punch, not a drill. <laughs> or a look plasma up. cutter. Oh, I got to look at one of those. Those are fun. Uh, next one, socket set. Cheap. Yeah, cheap sockets. Okay. Exp- expensive. We kind of went over that mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Yep. I like it. Six point or 12. Breaker bar. Well, uh, expensive. Uh, I've I broken don't, too I've many. never used an expensive one. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't done as much heavy duty stuff as Clay. So like the cheap stuff works for my work, but I've never done it. Well, and that's crazy. a so good point. I'm working well, on Hondas. Yeah. Well, Hondas got a couple of fasteners yeah. that they're they're they overdid, crank, man. Crank bolts are a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, bet, I, bet you, I bet you there's nothing over on No, 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 no. You take a crank pulley bolt off, you need more. 
So like building axles, you need three quarter inch breaker bar. Like to give you reference, a 78.9 Ford high pinion Dana 60 front, which is like holy grail axle territory for off-roaders. Whenever you're rebuilding it, you're not going to use the old stuff. The kingpin that is the, the what the axle knuckle spins on, that kingpin is on from the factory at 600 oh foot pound God. of torque. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I I'm had to order close. a hex key that goes in it, heat it up with a torch, put a three quarter inch breaker bar on it with a pipe. Right. And then when it That's popped, it almost felt like, like somebody shot something, you like know, you like you were too close to a train track or something. You <laughs> felt like you were like in harm's way. This close so to I, danger. I also so. have, uh, I've also expensive breaker bar in that two case. or three breaker bars yeah i would say expensive breaker uh, bar. especially like on your f-250s that have the uh the traction bars mm -hmm. and the huge bolt that holds the traction bar onto the frame on the mount uh i couldn't get it with the weight of my body so you gotta take a you gotta take <laughs> which a, was only 170 something 175 pounds <laughs> so you take a uh you take a floor jack right mm -hmm. don't advise this take yeah. a floor jack put it underneath it start cranking it up oh yeah broke them i would just take them right back to the auto parts store i got it from they give me a new one and then eventually when i brought the, the on the same project i brought it back again the guy's like man we gotta do something else i can't just keep on <laughs> just giving you giving you these every other day so uh, i got a uh, i got a one inch uh breaker bar and then had to get a adapter yeah. to bring it back down to three quarter mm -hmm. i won't break that oh, i'm sorry you're right no what i'm it's a one inch breaker yeah, it's, it's one a inch huge and then you get the reducer. breaker bar and oh, you get a man, reducer it's nice, yeah though. it's so nice you yeah. won't break it and also just the diameter of the actual uh breaker bar just mm -hmm. you know feels a little bit better in your hand it doesn't move or bend or anything like that and it is better to be able to slide the pipe over or whatever so i will say expensive with that if you're working on like heavy truck stuff, mm -hmm. you won't break it. You don't have to worry about it because otherwise, it's it's never the actual bar that that breaks. It's the knuckle. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's the knuckle. But when that knuckle breaks, it gets pretty scary too. When you're putting your whole weight behind it and stuff like that, you don't want that popping off. That's a real bad day. And the more you like break stuff trying to get a fastener off, I think the more damage you do to the actual mechanical thing, the bolt yeah. or the whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So having a breaker bar that you know you can bounce put a little bit of weight on yeah. and it's not gonna break i don't know it makes me feel it's nice makes yeah. me sleep better yeah and really the the price difference between a really nice one and a real and a, an expensive one is not that different no. it's not that different just don't cheap out on it but if you can't find a one inch and then get a reducer mm -hmm. that's the way to go i agree all right last one gloves i wear we're talking to disp we're talking disposable or uh, reusable. I wear disposable for chemicals. I don't wear anything else for protective gear, honestly. Yeah, I like, was it the night the blue nitride gloves. I've made you... the switch to the dark side. I spent the first ten years working on everything, no gloves, and that's so, I think oil, did... yeah, diff fluid, transmission fluid. I used to think it was funny, right? Like I would be changing <laughs> gears and just have eighty weight diff fluid up to my elbows and like ah whatever man it's fine. it's not good for you and that's why I right? that's like, why i started doing it too because i did the same you know high school project cars for you know no gloves two, i didn't have two any to four years you, yeah, yeah the chemicals are all over the place you know whether it's whether it's uh brake cleaner mm -hmm. you know oil any any hydraulic fluid all that kind of crap it's not so now i'm a glove good. guy and a glove guy for the thing so like the doctor nitride whatever latex gloves yeah. nitrile they, I use those for anything that's going to have, I use them when I change my oil, yeah, right? Like, same. cause I don't want the oil on my skin yeah. and all that. It's also just, then, it's also just messy. 
It's just messy. And you get you get oil, you get mm-hmm. oil everywhere, everything you touch. You, yeah, it's a whole lot easier when you like, you know, get some oil on your hands, just pull the gloves off. Yeah. Now Especially grab a new, I like grab the disposables. I, I only yeah. own disposables, I don't own reusables. However, I'm always kind of in this um have this conundrum. Do I buy the like the one mil ones, like the Harbor Freight one mil ones that keep on ripping on you? No, but, no, but no, you no, get, no, no. But you get like no, three hundred no. in a pack. Or are you buying like those whatever they are, like eight mils? Like, well, you gotta watch that. Like, if you go like too rubber. thick with those things, your skin will sweat and fall off. Like I've <laughs> I bought the Harbor Freight real. They come up to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. They're use like them. real dark blue, almost. Purple yeah, color. I can't use yeah. them. Like there's a middle ground where you and I don't know what size we use next door, but there's a middle ground where they're thick enough that brushing lightly up against anything doesn't rip them right but they're not so bad that like you have a you pull it off and there's like a cup of sweat and yeah. glove yeah but for yeah. welding i'm thin gloves you shouldn't use guy yeah. right like right. they i should be using these big thick crazy gloves and so yeah. for all that stuff i still err on the side of i'd rather it get too hot and just painfully fight through it so I can feel what's going on. Right. I kind of I kind of own both. I'll use both. You just get way more. So sometimes if I know I'm doing a project where I'm not really going to have the opportunity to, oh, I got a rip. Let me take that off. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to be changing my oil or diff load, whatever. I'll go ahead and I'll put like two or three of those cheap ones on. I was just going to say, though. If, that's yep. the move. Because you move. get about three more in a box. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you just put like two or three on because they're loose enough because they're you know thin whatever you so got you put, small hands that's cool yeah <laughs> it's cool mine aren't so loose i mean are <laughs> so you're du- so you can, are, you can Dustin, if it does get a rip bursting you just, at the seams are the gloves loose no see i'm not that's or if it does get dirty speak as, for like yourself. Dustin was saying you just take them right off but then you take it you slide it right off you still got another one under it you don't even need to you know get back up and go put another set on so anyway i want to see what y'all thought on that because i know some people are very against uh gloves because they they don't get as uh you know tactile of a feel they don't yeah i think they they lose the sensation the end of their fingers to be able to depends on what you're doing if you're rebuilding a transmission and you it's like all the parts are crystal clean you don't have to wear gloves you don't want to wear gloves Mm -hmm. but if you're doing average stuff that people are doing maintenance for sure all of that 100 percent gloves yeah yeah always all right. Well, uh, it was fun having you, Clay. We'll do it again sometime. And cool. I want to thank everyone for uh, listening and watching if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, feel free to like and subscribe, comment some of your favorite tools where you would cheap out, where you would spend the money. And we'll see you on episode 10. Thanks. See you.